Now, South Korea has shown a strong labour market recovery overall in recent years, despite some worrying factors arising lately, uh, still some weaknesses in areas like job quality and inclusiveness, for example, according to the OECD's annual employment outlook. So let's go straight to the source here. Andrea Bassanini is a senior economist in the Jobs and Income Division of the Directorate of Employment, Labour and Social Affairs at the OECD. Thank you very much for joining us and good morning to you. Good morning to you and thank you for inviting me. Well, pleasure. Uh, Can you compare this country's performance in major employment indicators like employment uh, with other nations, developed nations in the OECD? No, employment is quite comparable. South Korea is doing relatively well, which is a reflection, as you said, of the uh, relatively good uh, performance in terms of growth. Korea is doing, uh, let's say, uh, it's as a even taking the, the widest measure of employment rate, which is uh, counting people between 15 and 74 years, so also older workers, uh, Korea is at 64.5%, which is about 2.6 percentage points above the OECD average. So it's a relatively good performance. So, uh, of course, I mean, when we go into details, then uh, there are some shadows that perhaps should be, we should talk about that. Perhaps we are attempt to talk about later. I mean, well, I, I mean, I'd like to bring up job quality and inclusiveness, for example. Which, well, you, you have a section is, in your report summary which suggests it's it's both a good and a bad story. Well, uh, unfortunately, I would say it's for most of these things is what well, let's say there are two things. There are in in dynamic terms. If you look at the evolution, of course, there are some some progress in the country, but. Uh, we need to take into account that the different indicators, they do not show success, successful image as is shown rather than by the employment rate. Um, for instance, when we look at earnings quality, uh, earnings quality is still uh, uh, limited by the fact that the country is still, uh, uh, in a sense, catching up with other countries, so the level of wages are relatively low, but also there is a lot of wage inequality. Of course, in terms of what is called the labor market insecurity, the statistics is very much driven by the unemployment rate, and so the fact that the unemployment rate is low improves this indicator. But, of course, uh, one needs to take into account that uh, in certain countries, in particular in countries where there are also people working a few hours, the, this indicator may not be totally comparable with uh, other countries. So one needs to be very cautious about that. In terms of inclusiveness, uh, what we can say is that uh, there is good uh, performance as regards uh, the number of poors in the population, but uh, Korea is not very inclusive in terms of, uh, uh, let's say, disparities across different segments of different groups in the population in terms of employment rates. So you have that prime age men works a lot, but you have that women with children or you have disabled that work much less. And so this creates some inequalities in terms of the possibility of participating to the labor market. And also in particular, women uh, earn much uh, uh, overall much less than men. So I still need to do a lot more to incorporate women and the yes. disabled and other marginalised groups into the job market and to make sure they get what they deserve for their work. Um, and the report also seems to indicate that the country faces a, a low risk, though, when it comes to joblessness. 
The perceived or real unemployment rate in May set at 23.2%, according to Statistics Korea, which was the highest rate recorded in the month of May since the office started collecting relevant data in 1999. But obviously the absolute rate of unemployment is significantly lower than that. How can we explain the discrepancy? Well, one need to pay attention to uh, two things. That, as we said, um, the, the labor market in Korea is particular labor market where there are many people working a great number of hours, and uh, another uh, a significant amount of work is that works only few hours. So this becomes, uh, let's say, marginally attached people working few hours that are counted as employed, so not counted as unemployed, but in fact, in many cases, they would like to work more hours. So in a sense, they are, uh, uh, on this, we don't have comparable statistics with other countries, but this uh, and uh, a large uh, percentage of unpaid family workers can explain this kind of difference. So in fact, there are a number of workers that are only marginally employed, and so they are not counted as unemployed, but in practice, they perceive to be uh, that it will work at least as much as they would like to, and also that it will work perhaps sometimes enough to make a, a, a good living, at least a living at the level of their expectations. And going a little bit further into the so-called labour market dualism of earnings quality being substantially lower than the OECD average, what are the implications for labour productivity? In fact, it's... It, it's not directly the implication of labor market dualism, but simply the fact of having two types of jobs and firms. That means that, uh, and the, the fact that the so-called irregular workers represent 50% of the employment means that there are a lot of jobs that are uh, of low productivity that are created. And uh, this inevitably uh, determine the fact that the amount of output per hour work is relatively low. In fact, it's 20% lower than the uh, average OECD country still now. And also coming into more detail related to the the, the gap uh, in job quality when women particularly have it uh, hard, it's not just a problem in Korea, is it? But... But how do you assess that when you're looking at uh, a global comparison and, and several countries are doing quite badly when it comes to gender equality and then looking specific at career factors? Now, uh, first of all, we need to be clear what kind of um, gender gap we are looking at. In the sense, uh, what we do, or we have started doing recently at the OECD, is to assess it on the basis of the annual labor income. Why? Because this takes into account three things. The gap in terms of employment, uh, which is an important gap uh, uh, in Korea, but also the gap in terms of hours worked and the gap in terms of pay per hour. And Korea is doing relatively better in all three dimensions for different reasons. Um, essentially, one thing that happens is that women, when they have children, they uh, tend to quit the labor market to re-enter the labor market later on. The point is that when they re-enter, often they re-enter in less good positions, so they end up to have uh, differences in terms of pay, but also they tend to do uh, sometimes marginal jobs and sometimes jobs that so that they do not employ people a sufficient number of hours. So that's why 
we get all these, let's say, all these differences. Now, this has to do in the roots that are uh, that, that are related to culture, rather related to insufficient um, supply of uh, affordable childcare, uh, that are related to tax incentives. Uh, so there are def- several different reasons why this happens, and uh, in fact, we, what you need is a general policy to address all these issues. Another section in the report states unemployment benefits reach only a minority of job seekers, and and even though there have been some improvements, it looks like still well below the OECD average. Can you address that for us? Yes, there are a number of reasons why this is the case. On the one hand, even for regular workers, the duration of, uh, well, for people that have, have lost, let's say, a, a regular job, the duration of unemployment, maximum possible duration, is relatively uh, short. So uh, un- first-level unemployment benefits can be, uh, on average, can be, there is a maximum of seven months of, uh, of duration of unemployment benefits. So if you don't find a job in seven months, then you lose the right to the unemployment benefits, and then you become not covered by them. That's for the first reason. The other reason is that people in no regular job are not really very covered in terms of entitlement. And the reason is that essentially is the employer that needs to register you uh, to allow you then subsequently to uh, obtain an employment, uh, what is called employment insurance, actually, in uh, uh, in uh, in Korea, and so it's this system that uh, essentially, uh, many cases, uh, employers do not do that, and so the, the the enforcement of this regulation should be developed more. Another trend that's uh, interesting to note: the OECD's found that the wage growth of many countries is failing to keep pace with improvements in productivity, and is blaming so-called superstar tech firms, actually hurting the pay packets of workers. Can you also briefly elaborate on that for us? To say that the OECD is blaming superstar tech firms, uh, I think it's not exactly what we mean, and uh, this can the way it went out on the press in many countries, but this is not exactly the message that we have. What is happening is that these superstar tech firms are developing a very, um, let's say, capital-intensive uh, automated technologies, and they are raising productivity through this automation. This is complementary to very good skills, so people with good skills manage to find uh, pay increases, but this substitute for low-skilled workers. And this is, unfortunately, some kind of a trend of technology that is very difficult to resist, uh, and actually probably it's not very wise to resist. But it's not that these are, you shouldn't think about these super firms are superstar firms that are actually preventing uh, other firms who are abusing their dominant position, because in fact there is a lot of turnover in terms of the technological leader. So essentially this, uh, this is evolving, but the real problem is that in order to keep pace with the new demands from uh, uh, employers, we need to invest in skills, even more in the right skills, even more, which particularly are digital skills, even more than was done before. And so uh, from that point of view, we need not only that the educational system uh, develop, the, I mean, uh, um, impart these new skills to, to new people graduating, but also we need to find ways to develop the skills already in people that are already in the job market and they mm. tend to lose their 
jobs that do not exist anymore. Very briefly, just to finish in 30 seconds or so, what would be your final message to Korea in particular? Well, in terms of policy, if we just want to, to elaborate on, the, on this last uh, statement, one thing that I remark uh, looking at uh, the so-called active labor market policy in Korea, uh, they are very much concentrated in direct job creation. They are not enough concentrated in training for and lifelong learning. So I think that is where Korea should invest. They are doing very good in terms of initial education, but they have to do more in terms of lifelong learning. Thank you so much for that message and for joining us today. Okay, thank you so much to you. Bye-bye. Andrea Bassanini joining us there from uh, the uh, Directorate of Employment, Labour and Social Affairs, the specific title of the OECD.